Hey, what's up? Yeah, I mean, you know how this goes now. We just hit start. It's been it's been a while. It's been a pretty busy uh, summer. How long since our last episode? Probably, I don't know. We've been doing like three-week increments without going. With, I don't know if it was more than three weeks ago. It's It's been yeah. probably May, maybe. May, we're already in July. No way. We have yeah, our June. Anyways, I, whatever. Anyways. It's I don't been, know. It's been a long time. It's been crazy. And that's kind of what I want to talk about in this episode, honestly. Like, uh, uh, the trajectory of this podcast is going to be impossible. Like, if we're all this busy. Like, especially with things that I know Emily and I are planning. I don't know about you because I haven't talked to you in a little while. You've been busy, too. But, like, I have guests. Like, people have reached out to come on. And I've reached out to people a while back that finally got back to me. And so, like, we have guests we could have, but, like, it is impossible to schedule. Like, even if I'm just doing the episode by myself with a guest, it's been impossible to find a time to schedule them. So, like, I have no idea, like, what to do with this podcast because, like, when it's just – I can't just do it by myself. And, like, if if just us do it together, that – not that it's not interesting because we like talking to each other. But, like, for the listener, I'm, I'm worried that's not that interesting because, like, there's been plenty of episodes where it's just us. So, like, they kind of know who we are at this point. So, like, what more could we say to keep it interesting for them, you know? Yeah, but you said the last in the last podcast we did, it was me and you together. And then I remember a week later, you talked to me and you said that for some reason, the viewers like podcasts of just me and you. Because you said the last podcast we did together had, like, a quite a few, I don't know, maybe 100, 200 views or something like that? Yeah, it, it yeah, right away in the first couple of days, it got 200 downloads. So, like... Yeah, I part of me was trying to figure out if that's because they were waiting for a while and then they just listened to it to see if there was a guest or anything interesting. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's possible. But then you did another podcast with a guest. And how did that one do? Uh, was that the last episode? Yeah, it was a while back. I forgot a few weeks ago. Let me take a let me peek at it real quick just so I can jog my memory of what we actually did. Because, like, yeah, it's been a while, and it's been crazy recently. So. Yeah, it's been a busy summer, you know. Let me see. Uh, fuck. I mean, that's how long it's been that our show isn't even popping up, like, in my first five shows. So, like, let's see uh, if I can find it. There it is. Let's see. The last episode was on <clears throat> May 30th, so, like, a little over a month ago and yeah yeah okay yeah the last episode was with uh, my two buddies who are vocalists for different bands okay so that was may 30th so see we did one before then so it's been a yeah, while yeah. since we've done one yeah right i don't know i mean <laughs> a part of me was like well because like let's say i want to do an episode by myself in the time that works for me because like scheduling is impossible let's say that i want to do that i have no idea what the fuck to talk about like, because everybody already knows me, my entire story. Like, I've been on every episode almost. So, like, or have I been on? A, I've been on every episode. <laughs> so, like, there's nothing I could say that would keep people entertained unless I was just, like, inherently entertaining. But I'm not unless I have something to talk about. So then I'm like, well, then how do you do that without narrowing the podcast down? Because, like, what do I talk about? <laughs> you know, that's the tricky thing is, like, I don't know what the trajectory of this podcast is going to be because I can't. It's it's interesting when we have guests on, but with scheduling and how crazy things have been and are going to keep being, like, how do you keep scheduling guests under a, such a crazy schedule? Well, like, I know the summer has just been busy, but 
you know, maybe once we get around the winter time again, it'll, you know, we'll yeah, have yeah. less things to do. Yeah, because, cool. like, I mean, every almost every weekend I'm doing something, whether it's a concert venue or I'm going out of town for the weekend or I'm visiting family or, I mean, it's just on and on and on, you know? Yeah. Not my concert, though. <laughs> uh, I'm going... I'm going to uh, I'm going to NF I think next weekend, or nice. no, this weekend. Nice. I just it's just been so busy. Every every single day is booked with something. It seems like. Yeah. Well, that's I mean that's good. I mean, it's not bad. Like I'm not saying that any of this is bad. It's good well, that we're both busy because like that means that we have exciting lives happening. <laughs> but but you know, it, it's yeah, just... yeah. No, I. It it is. It's good. It's just it's been a little busy for me too, and because I'm more of a homebody, I don't really like. I mean, I, I like doing things and stuff, but at the same time, I also like just staying home and doing nothing. Yeah, I'm weird. Well, I'm like one of those. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say I'm one of those weird creatures that like I like to go out and do things and like socialize and whatnot, but I also like to just be left alone for a couple of days and just do nothing. Yeah. So. It seems like uh, since you met Heather, you've been doing a lot more stuff. So like, uh, yeah, I will say in the summer though, especially because um, the winter time we don't really do much because there's nothing really to do. So she likes to do everything in the summer because mm-hmm. it's nice out and everything, and we like to do a lot of stuff. And she just had foot surgery, so she's been locked up in a house for like the past like two three weeks. Mm-hmm. And so she's really getting out there now, enjoying it because she's been cooped up for a while. So. I, I get it, and it's just who she is as a person, and, you know, I'm fine with the two. It's just sometimes I just like to kind of sit back and relax, but – and she gets it. You know, she understands that too, so. Yeah, that's good. Hey, well, since you guys have been doing a bunch of shit, we should definitely do some, like, a double date type thing. Yeah, I, I mean, we got to fit a game night into something, night but, something, like, yeah. you kind of have to schedule it out, like, a week or two ahead of time, it seems like. And that's exactly, that's exactly what I started this podcast with is, like, how do you even schedule a freaking podcast? Like, right now – like, we squeezed this in after Emily got home from work so I could give her Sapphire. And then it's like, we're going to do this podcast. I'm going to eat and go to work. It's it's just like, so it's like never, yeah, there's never a dull moment yeah, for me. Because, you know, you work third shift and, you know, and, and me right now, I get off work at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 3, whatever. And, you know, I'm good for the rest of the evening. And then you got to go to work. Mm-hmm. And then, like, on the weekends, you're usually sleeping during the day until the evening. Yeah, or I then, have something going on. Like, the last month or even more i've just had something every weekend so like like this last week yeah. i had a show then i hiked like 10 something miles and then i you know i'm always doing this and that and this and that and like this upcoming weekend i'm going up north uh have a weekend with the boys and then i'm gonna be hiking so like it's just non-stop and then the weekend after that i think uh oh yeah i have a bachelor party and then the weekend after that i have two shows so it's like yeah every weekend is full yeah, I got, you know, this weekend I'm, I got something going on. Next weekend after that, I got another thing going on here in town. Um, I know someday in August, I think it's August 18th through the 21st, I'm going to go to Jersey. Wow. Well, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I got I got stuff booked in between. Yeah, her, um, her uncle lives in Jersey, and her mom and dad invited me to go with them. I just bought my plane ticket. That's all I really had to do. Okay. And, um... We're going up there, and apparently, and it doesn't really matter, but her uncle was pretty, like, well off. So, like, he has, like, this nice house and this, like, in-ground pool, and he has all these cool things that he wants to do and he wants to show me, and 
he has this and has that, and I don't know. They, she always loved going up there and spend time with them. And I've never been to Jersey, so we're going to go to the boardwalk. We're going to go to the pier, you know, out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do a couple things like that, so it'll be kind of cool. But it's a short trip. It's like four days. Like, I'm not going to be gone very yeah, long. that's pretty decent. Yeah, it, fucking November, I have a, we have like a mini tour, four days. Yeah, it's just like nonstop. It's like we're always constantly <laughs> yeah. doing something. And like, she's already talking about going on a cruise at some point. Like, just, oh man, don't get trapped on that fucking boat death I, machine. I did. I've done a cruise once. I actually liked it. Oh, okay. it, was, it was pretty fun. I think yeah, I've done one. This. I think we talked about this on this podcast. That's what we're talking about. We talked about everything. <laughs> I've done. I've done a one cruise once, just with the wrong person. But it was mm. a really good experience, though. The I cruise just, itself was really cool. I was just going through my old photos with Emily, and I saw a picture of you and that person at the Cheese Curd Festival. Remember that? Yeah, which that was pretty good too. Except they didn't really, um, they didn't really plan well for that event because it was way too crowded for that small venue. No, remember that shit. We went and got cheese curds, and then after that, we went and got. Did you come with? Canes. Or you? Yeah, we got mm-hmm. canes. That was a that was yeah. a good, that was a good time though. So <laughs> we got we got stuffed the cheese curds, and then we got stuffed the canes. Yeah, I remember that. Remember we walked past those those religious people, and I'm the only one out of the entire group that they gave like the flyer to to go to church. <laughs> Yeah, because you're wearing all your black get up stuff. I think I might have been wearing a Satan shirt that day. I could I, I can't remember but probably Hell Satan or something. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I don't know. This podcast could just be summed up to like our age range of people who listen to us is they're like similar age to us. Like anywhere from like twenty eight to like forty, I think is like our main uh audience. So like they already know exactly what we're talking about, right? Yeah, it's not like they're, you know, in high yep. school or something where they don't really have a life. Like, they get they get family, they get kids, they got jobs, they understand. Yeah, if they were, like, even in your early 20s, like, somebody would be like, what are they complaining about? But, like, somebody that's in their 30s probably is just as busy as us and understands the, the struggle. Yeah, it's just hard. And, like, this isn't our full-time job. Like, we have to work still. <laughs> We've only been paid one time for this. It's like... <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's not a big deal. It's just we have to... We still have to work. We can't just quit our job and do this because yeah. it doesn't pay the bills yeah my well my, my only concern is how do you make how do we make the the show entertaining especially if it's going to be this sporadic and we're not going to have a guest every time like how do you really make it entertaining but i don't know that's hard i mean a lot of it has to do with the people that are planning to go on with you they have to hold up their part of the deal and actually get on oh, not I, just cancel us yeah i've had i've had too many people actually cancel too, and then it's like I've set that time aside out of my schedule. So like, yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, you're gonna get cancellations, but it's like at the yeah. same time, you know, if you want to show, you can't cancel. You have to mm-hmm. go through with it. You know, you have to make sure. Right. Yeah. I don't know because my well, my thing was like if I did solo episodes, I'd have to be fucking like, what do you other podcasts when you do solo episodes? Like they do news, they do topical stuff, they do whatever. But if we, you, we don't have if that you because, did. Like, if you did solo, you'd have to, like, talk about a couple of things on your head, like, yeah, news, like you said, or whatever it may be, or pop culture, or, you know, whatever you want to talk about. But, like, how much can you talk about that in an hour span, you know? Yeah, I mean, the only people I know just that... Just, like, literally fucking... talking to yourself. Like, literally yeah. just talking to yourself. The only people I know that can fucking do that is Bill Burr and Tim Dillon, and they're comedians, so they're funny. Like... I'm funny occasionally in certain moments, but I'm not a comedian. I can't riff off the top like that. They're fuck. They're actually funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a little different with them. 
yeah, and I, I don't even know, like, I, to me, when I do, if I was to do solo stuff, it would just feel like I'm doing YouTube, but then my YouTube channel is, like, two specific things that I'm covering, and they're, like, 10-minute videos. It's not, like, sitting here well, for you, an hour and talk to people. Well, you could just do, like, you could do videos and, like, react to it, or, like, spoof on them or something. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's not, that doesn't really go with our premise of our podcast, but at least it'd be a filler episode. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is like everything would end up being a filler podcast. What, there is no premise to our episode, to our podcast, actually. It is just the most varied show you've ever listened to. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you could do though, if you had a little GoPro, you could take you, do like a little vlog when you go hiking. And then you could kind of use that as a podcast, kind of, or... Yeah, I mean, yeah, our audience is so split because of our topics being so varied, so it's like, who's going to be interested in me talking about hiking one more time? (laughs) I don't know, I mean, be surprised. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that uh, the few people who are here for hiking would like that. But then the people who found us because of a different guest or the people who just want a guest every time, they're going to be like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, we'll get guests again. I just think in the summer it's just a little busy, and I think everybody's just busy in the summer. No matter where you are, you're just out doing things, going to the lake or you know, yeah. doing whatever. I, so. I mean, we will, we will surely see um, because we don't know. We haven't had a winter where we have sapphire. We haven't had a winter where... It's true, we haven't. Um, Emily and I have some stuff planned that I uh, won't talk about publicly, but like, there's stuff happening that maybe will make us more busy, so it's going to be harder, but we'll see. We certainly will see. But yeah, I mean, what's new, I guess? <laughs> just been doing a lot of, uh, just been keeping busy. You know, she had her foot surgery. She's doing better. Mm-hmm. She, um... She had a lot of complications on her feet when she was younger. Like when she's in her 20s, she had foot surgery. And just, it's a lot of things. I think she talked about it once in a podcast. But, you know, she had, you know, bones taken out a little bit or like muscle tissue taken out from her leg to go here because her body rejected the screws. And then then her bones fractured because of the plate on it. And like, it's just all kinds of stuff all equaled up to be her foot is just basically a mess from previous surgeries. And... The surgery she had recently was because of all those surgeries she had in the past, like on her side of her foot, it made it to where like her big toe, like your, your toe next to your big toe and your big toe are either the same size or your big toe is a little bit bigger or your second toe may be a little bit bigger than your big toe, but not by much. Well, all the surgery on her side of her foot has made her big toe go down smaller and her second toe, like, you know, significantly bigger than her big toe. So what's happening is she's starting to get hammer toe. So when she wears shoes, her it's starting to hit hit the edge of it, and her toe is starting to kind of like was starting to do this, like curl up, uh, and yeah. she was starting to get in some pain. So she went to do toe shortening surgery, and what they do is they take a joint out in your toe to shrink it down, and they recommend doing one foot at a time. They said you could do both feet, but you really can't put any pressure on any feet for like a week at least. Oh, okay. So she went ahead and did both feet to get out of the way. And, like, the first week, it was, like, wheelchair-bound. Like, I had to get a wheelchair in the apartment, and I had, like, wheel around places and stuff, you know. But after, like, a week, though, she was able to start um, – actually, not even a week. It was, like, four days she was starting to use her crutches. Huh. And then she, went from, then she went from crutches to, like, one crutch, 
And then she went to hobbling around her boots. And then now she doesn't have any boots on at all. She's wearing tennis shoes and sandals and stuff. And it's a lot better. She still like it still hurts if she like drops anything on it, whatever. And it will for a while. But she was she was cooped up for a while. So I spent like two weeks taking care of her, doing that. And then just doing things with her family. We went to um, Ladysmith, Wisconsin, very small town. Um, they had like a family re reunion slash um, her sister's graduation party because she graduated high school this year. So it was like this reunion with all like her uncles and aunts plus a graduation party. And we rented out this big bread and breakfast and we each paid for our room, whatever, and had this huge like like we rented the whole bed and breakfast out for the weekend. It was like eight or nine rooms and we just rented out the whole thing. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. We we caught and reserved it and they were okay with it and we reserved the whole bed and breakfast, so that was kinda cool. And then um like I said, just going to a few concerts here and there. Um just been just traveling, going up. Went to just go to casinos every now and then. Um, I'm going to Jersey here in a few weeks. I went to see my brother back in June. He was in Missouri for a little bit before he yeah. went to South Korea, which he's going to South Korea, I think, soon. Like, he's leaving soon for What's that. What's he going to be so. doing there? Got a job or something? Um, yeah, yeah, Army. He's in the military, oh, okay, so okay, it's okay. whatever whatever the Army has him yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what they're doing. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think that's going to be his last deployment, and then I think after that, you only have like three or four more years left, and then he could get, get. Then he'll be out. Mm -hmm. So this is like his last big deployment before he's out of the military. So he's gonna go there for a few years. Okay. Which I kind of I've been thinking about saving up money to go to South Korea too. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, South Korea is pretty dope. I uh, I mean like take my whole vacation like week and a half worth whatever two weeks and just stay there for two weeks. Yeah, I've been um, I mean you know I'm like into politics you know, but like. Mm -hmm. Way more recently, I've been getting way into like global politics. So like, yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been learning a lot about that wing of the world. But, uh, I, uh, I'm not sure. Like, he's his uh, his role in the military is um, he's a civil engineer, so he's like construction. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what he'll be doing is like he'll be forcing projects and blueprints of whatever they're constructing if they're rebuilding a base or if they're building bases or whatever it is right he'll be there over the job site and he'll be the foreman where everyone reports to him and then he has to make sure that they have the right materials they have all the stuff they need mm -hmm. you know he knows and but he also knows but he also has to know a little bit about how to do things he knows a little bit about electricity a little bit about welding a little bit about carpentry so that way he can work too if he needs to so he's just a little bit of everything yeah so oh that's cool yep that's good for the people in the military that make money and do things but like that's bad for us who stay here yeah whatever else their main goal is i don't i don't know their main goal but... is to just build as many bases as they can and maintain them which costs us a lot of money to do nothing yeah. but <laughs> yeah we like to america likes to get their hands and everything they like to well not only do we overpay the military but then we just like Literally, money just gets thrown away in that category. So, yeah, it's way over the of money. <laughs> the way the amount of money that goes in that stuff is, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yep. But. Yep. That's why America just strongholds their way through everything. That's why we keep expanding our military and throwing money at it. So, that's like our one number one thing. That's why we're number one. It's because we can just like bully everybody else into submission. <laughs>
I mean, really, as long as you have atomic bombs, you're pretty much number one, really. I mean, recently, kind of. recently, China's been expanding their their military, so. Yeah, and that's getting, and then to us, that's scary for us. But like, well, what do you think? What do you think they think when we do that? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, here, here's the. I'm not about to get into a global politics conversation, but I will say, China's been expanding their military because they have so many people and they need to keep expanding their job infrastructure. Um, and then America likes to use that to tell us to be scared because they're increasing their military. And so then America goes on the over defensive and um, China has never invaded another country ever. Not once Taiwan technically, but they count Taiwan as China. So it doesn't count. <laughs> so, uh, it... so China's not an aggressive country. Never has been. They've only ever been invaded before. And then America's like, let's watch out for China. It doesn't make any sense, actually. Unless I think we, we're. I think. Yeah. I Taiwan. think we're just on the defense. I think we're on the defense of China so much is because like they do have, they do have a huge military. Just I don't know they how have, like, well trained they numbers. are. They have a they have a shit ton of people. They're at, well, they're not even that well trained because they don't go to war. They never invade. That's what I was gonna they, say. They, I I don't know how well trained they are or like what they have for like their military like arsenal. But what I do know is, like, they do have a big military, regardless whether it's uh, very advanced or not. So I think that's why mm -hmm. America freaks out about it, because they're like, well, they outnumber us, like, 5 to 1. It's like, okay, but, yeah, like, but how trained are they? Their tactics like, wouldn't be as good, right? So they probably wouldn't be able to That's what, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm, like, wondering. Like, okay, well, they may outnumber us, but are they good? I don't you know. know like, I'm not the expert on that, but I don't, what yeah, was it? The last time they participated in a freaking war was what? World War one or two? Maybe both. Um, I mean, fuck. I don't know history well enough, but whichever one Japan lost, they were in a well World War Two. We bombed yeah, Japan. They were our but, allies. They were our allies for that in you know, interaction. So I don't remember. I know. Were they part of the? Were they part of the Korean War too? Probably. I mean, probably that makes sense. I mean, they helped North Korea. And I think that's another reason why we don't like them that much either. Yeah, you because know? we, yeah. I'm not gonna talk about. I'm not about to talk about North Korea on here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just, but it's really, yeah, really I, the only reason we have any issue with China right now is like the Taiwan issue. So, which, which is its own issue. But yeah, global politics are fun. So yeah, I would love to go to South Korea though. They are like a, a tech capital of the world. So yeah. Uh, also, um, they have the highest suicides. I don't know if that's correlation or not, but <laughs> but it is a fact about them. I think their culture is just a lot different. That's why I would like to go, you know. Yeah, now, the place where the place where like my brother would be staying at, of course, since he's military, it'd be an American base, obviously. So like the surrounding area would be like Americanized for the of most course, part. Yeah, of course. But but you can go. They're like forty five minutes or an hour from So. Is that how you pronounce it? C O So, the capital, of South Korea. No idea. It's like the big capital. You could take a train to go to the capital of South Korea, and there you'll be able to experience, you South, know, like true South Korea, yeah, South, yeah. Or, or you can go to any other like small towns. I guess they got good countryside and stuff that you can go to as well mm -hmm. in the country and visit them. Well, um, but I also know that you can also, you know, how like to go to Japan from America is probably like God, eleven hundred dollars probably or eight hundred dollars because we're all the way on this side of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can fly to South Korea, you can get a plane to like Japan or like. Uh, China, wherever you want to go in that area for like 300, 200 bucks. Yeah, because well, it's right there, so. Yeah, it's just right there, yeah. Um, is it, are you more encouraged because your brother's going to uh, stay out there, or are you, 
genuinely interested in South Korea. Because, like, for, I, for me, when I hear people talk about they're going to go anywhere, like, in an Asian country, it's, like, Japan is, like, the staple. Japan is a staple. I, I would I would like to go to Japan. But, like, if I go to Japan, I got to dump a lot of money, not only in a plane ticket, but place to stay and where to get around and stuff like that. If I do South Korea, I could just go to South Korea and I could stay with them, technically, because... Mm-hmm. South Korea is not a hostile country, even though it's right next to North Korea. But they classify it as a allied country or a friendly country, so yeah. friends and family can visit. Unless something happens between now and then, and I can't. But right now, it's considered a friendly territory. So I would go and just stay with them for X amount of days, and then just travel myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could go to South Korea, and then from there go to Japan. Yeah, I would. You know. Sad. Yeah, or uh, I you could do just you do realize that you do realize you can go to North Korea, right? I'm not going to North Korea, but you know you can, right? I does because I can doesn't mean I am. Like when you're like when you're in South Korea, you can just cross the border. It's not. Yeah, like, that sounds. It's not like, they're like gonna, a, they don't. They don't shoot you on sight. That's not how North Korea works. <laughs> you can just go. That on, sounds like a good idea. You can just go. Like, hold on a second. Hold on. Is this gonna work? Yeah, this is gonna work. Perfect. I'll just look at it. Watch this. I just can't type now. I still can't type. <laughs> okay, it'll figure out what I'm trying to say. Look at North Korea, North Korea, North Korea, North. You can just you can just go there. You know, like it's not that crazy. Like, yeah, but like, doesn't mean I'm going to. This guy Indigo Traveler. I watch a lot of his videos. Um. Okay, don't show me this again. All right, no, hey, all right, I didn't know I was gonna do all this. <laughs> um, that guy, I watch a lot of his videos. He goes like he goes a lot of places that people think he can't go because yeah, he likes to dispel like misinformation. So, North Korea is genuinely beautiful. Like I've watched his videos and like they have a lot of really good land. But I'm interested in nature. Like I'm interested in culture too. But like when I go to a place, I want to see the nature. Like if I go to Japan. Of course, I want to learn about the Japanese. Side. Yeah, I want to learn about Japanese culture, and I want to take in a lot of the food. But like, if I'm there, I'm going to go hike some of the trails they have because they have really good nature. Yeah, their their countryside I, is is beautiful in Japan. I've seen pictures pictures of it too. Not just like Mount was it Fiji or is it Mount Fiji? Fiji is, is like one? the most popular one there. Yeah, but like not even just that. Like right. just the countryside in general is just well. They have super... like a really cool trail there. It's kind of like the equivalent of like a sort of like a historic trail we would have in um, America. So like something that kind of like passes through historic like towns and like the, like uh, what do you call it? Like frontier trails that like show you how the country was formed, how, what paths they actually took. Um, They have those in Japan and you go through like these little tiny, like traditional, like, you know, when you watch anime and you see those little towns, you know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about, right? And then like, yeah, Yeah, in the background there's mountains and like, that type of shit is so cool to me, like seeing that like old or Japanese architecture with mountains and countryside. Yeah, because the, I like Japanese architecture too. It's the way that they build their buildings and stuff. I I I would love to go. It'll be like it's it's weird because I'm not much for change. I'm a creature of habit, but like I would love to generally get shocked of the culture of a different country. Like even if I go like England, I feel like they're kind of similar to us, you know. Yeah, it is still worth visiting though. Like 
because once you're yeah, there, you can visiting. go. Well, once you're there, you can go so easily. You can take a train for so cheap to go oh. freaking all sorts of places in Europe. You know, you can yeah, you can go to you can go to England, yeah, because you're right there by Paris, you're right there by Germany, and you're right you there by the Switzerland and Denmark, yeah, Norway. Very cheaply take a train, like very cheap. Yeah, and it's like forty five minutes to an hour. It's not like it's yeah. it's so crazy how small they are. But yeah, that would be cool too. But and that would be that would get you a taste of different cultures. But I feel like Japan would be like, or South Korea, or like China even, would be like a total taste of total different. China, I would love to go to like a giant Chinese city. I got into a YouTube hole the other day where I was like looking at crazy Chinese cities, and like some of those Chinese cities have insane populations, and you could just tell by looking at the city, it's like, it's like seventeen of our biggest cities put into one. Like they have insane infrastructure. It's wild. And the and the way they do it, they just stack on top of each other and they have they live very small and comfortable, you know? Like Yeah. But they still have studio... like that. they still have like skyscrapers and like high end boutiques and shit. So it's like it just feels like it, it to me when I was watching videos about their giant cities is like it feels like you're in a different city but you're in the same city if you were on one side to the other. Like that's how big the scale is, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're in Minneapolis, for let's say, because Minneapolis is a bigger city, you know the entire time this is Minneapolis. But, like, in some of their yeah. cities, it's like you wouldn't even be able to recognize. Like, it's it's the same it's same city, but different vibes from each and corner. And if you, if you see side. it from the sky, like, airplane view, it's, like, it's fucking massive. It doesn't make any sense for some of those cities, so... Yeah, it's it's crazy. I'd It'd be cool to see one of those places, too. Yeah, but my go-to for a culture shock would probably be Thailand. Thailand would be in, yeah. And I would want to get the food, so. Get some lady boys? Yeah, I'll get, yeah, a couple of lady boys, yeah. Lady boy! Go to one of them, uh, uh, no, nah, let's not talk about that. You ever, <laughs> um, <laughs> you ever heard any those... comedian talk about fucking Thailand going to see the lady boys? They're, like, questionable if they're even, uh, old enough to be doing that, yeah. I I question a lot of I question a lot of the those things in that side of the world, but I do know if you want to retire in Thailand, you can retire there for really cheap. Yeah, like well, the amount, the currency conversion. Yeah. Like crazy. if you were to work in America and then you retire and get your pension fund and then just like move to Thailand and then have all your money converted over to Thailand, whatever, you can live in a nice house yeah. out in the country in Thailand. But, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to visit to see, but I don't think it would be very amazing to, like, live there. Visit, maybe, but just because it's different. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just letting you know. Oh, you I know. I know. <laughs> uh, I actually thought about, like, when I retire, if I have a lot of money at that point, um, what places I would retire, and I actually did decide on a couple, but I don't think it's like I don't think it reasonably I'm going to be able to. I'd have to have a lot of money, but like Norway or Switzerland, that's like my two go tos right there. Yeah, those are I, nice places. Personally, if I could move to Norway right now, I fucking would, but it's so hard to gain citizenship there. It's crazy. They they run you through the ringer. Like you go through a lot to get citizenship there. So oh, I bet they like keeping their stuff probably. They they close keep and well. They pregnant. like yeah. They like to save as much space and uh, resources for their like people like, uh, the and people their land. that were born there like natives yeah, yeah. so but yeah. you can you can become a citizen there plenty of people do it it's just a lot of work it's a long process but so like if you were could you live there while going through the process like here get a green card for yeah, like a yeah. year or something they have and a, re-up it yeah they have a different thing but it's similar yeah and and 
but you're on I don't want to say permission because you won't get put in jail that's not how it works but like you're like kind of on probation of like getting banned from the country you have to like really really follow the rules when you're on your like your visa there so like once you get there you really got to understand the laws of how they do yeah. things and really Cause like you could break like a minor like track traffic infraction and if you don't live there if you're on a card you could end up getting deported could so basically if you're you if you're going like if you're going like 10 over let's say you get 10 over yeah because you miss because you misread kilometers an hour honest mistake for being you yep. know over there and then the cop tickets you and looks at it and be like oh he's he has a, a green card or a visa so he doesn't live here yet he could look at that and be like well you know, he's on tight a tight rope here. We can just send him back to America if right, they wanted yeah. to. If the they cop, wanted to. The cop wouldn't do that, but you would go to court, and the court would decide. And they could if they really wanted yeah, to. they could if they really wanted to. Um, but, yeah, you have to and, – and I think that there is actually some rule about when you're becoming a citizen, you have to live under, like, a, a green card. I don't know what they call it there, but, like, you know, under a green card for uh, a certain amount of time before they'll actually approve you to live there too, so – Big process, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then it's... Norway, you would you really would have to research, like, if you wanted to live there, because, like, depending on which town you're in, I don't know what they call them there either. They're not even towns. I watched, like, this whole video about it, but... Uh, Villages? Yeah, but, so basically, <laughs> city ordinances are kind of wild in Norway. So, like, overall, the government keeps everything regulated, so it's nice, and, like, jobs all pay very nice around the entire country, blah, blah, blah. They do all that regulation, but the city ordinances, apparently a lot of them crack down hard. So, like, there are, like, really strict noise ordinances. And, like, depending on which city you live in, like, I, I was watching this video, and these people were getting the cops called on them nightly for flushing their toilet after a certain time. Oh, that's, okay, that's a little crazy. Yeah, so, like, it depends on what city you go to, you really have to focus in. Because, like, in America, there are crazy city ordinances, too, that, like, a lot of people disagree with but like i don't think anything that crazy you know like but <laughs> yeah mo most of us like don't mold your yard between the hours of uh, right. like whatever don't you know it's stuff like that but... although this stupid fucking city ordinances around our area where you can't park on your lawn <laughs> yeah really <laughs> can't dumb. no uh so like in the town i live in it's okay oh okay. but yeah but like you can't park on your yard or you'll get a ticket <laughs> but it's and it's it, your it's, fucking it, property. <laughs> it's probably because it's like uh, what do you call it, an eyesore or something? Yeah, but it's my fucking property. Leave me alone. I'll do whatever I, I want. I, <laughs> I know it's crazy. Meanwhile, but you can drive through town. Meanwhile, and see a bunch of junk at people's yards, but it's okay because it's not a vehicle. Yeah, as long as it's not a car. <laughs> yeah, you can see you can see like old tables and chairs and stuff and drugs playgrounds and and. <laughs> Little little playgrounds and weeds up to your ankles, and that's fine. They're yeah. up to your knees, and that's okay because it's not a car. Yeah. The second you get a car to your lawn, oh, it's junky. It's just it's a, a it's just a reason for them to collect more money. That's like ninety yeah, percent of the ordinances that are passed in any area. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? You know what really gets me too is like you know how you when you go you when you go to like any restaurant or any store for that matter, and you pay the debit card. Obviously, there's fees on it, but the store pays that they 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 soak up those fees, right? Like every time you swipe your debit card, there's like a like a small percentage of fee it takes to use that, right? When you go to a DMV here and you want to pay your oh, tabs pay you. with they your debit you. card, yeah, they make you pay your fee. Yeah, it's like a it's like a ten percent processing fee or something. Also, I don't know that technically you can even claim that restaurants pay that fee anymore because price of food has went up. Like going out to eat is crazy now, so like 
They kind of don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but what don't. I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, like, when I go to DMV and I'm paying like 180 bucks or 120 bucks for my tabs, and I don't have cash I, on I me because we always <laughs> have. Well, it's gone down a lot since I've had mine, but like. You pay like 120 bucks for tabs. I don't really carry cash on me, so if I use my debit card, I can pay for it, and then I got to pay like an extra 10 percent on top of that because yep. I'm paying with the card. Yep. But like, I can go to a restaurant, and if the restaurant bill was 65 dollars. It's 65 dollars. So plus tip, right? Plus tip. <laughs> plus tip and everything. Yeah. But yes, I hear you. It's, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's, but it, that's just another way for the DMV to make money. Like, well, there's, and, like what's the what's the point in that? Well, and tabs are already a rip off, anyways. Yeah, it's all. You should only pay registration one time. Why are we paying it once a year? Especially for like my car, which was new, twenty twenty two, and an SUV. My tabs are three hundred forty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> did you? But hey, did you hear though? Um, I don't know if I think I read somewhere that I think it's I think it's passed now. So if your tabs are expired, a cop can't just pull you over for expired tabs anymore. That's good. But. If you're breaking a law and you get put over speeding, uh, he can yeah, tack, yeah, he tack can it tack on. it onto it. Yeah. But he can't just look. He just can't be behind you and see your tabs are expired and give you a ticket for it or a warning. That's. Cool. I think I think I heard that. You might want to double check. I know I in mean, Colorado it's like that. I've never been ticketed for tabs before. I've been pulled over for not for expired tabs, but like my tabs will fall off sometimes. You know how that goes. Oh, uh, oh uh, well, I have out. They try to steal it because you live. Oh in the yeah, they steal it. Yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, so you should, you should look over. at mine, my my back one. So <laughs> they tried taking it off with the razor blade. You can tell, and like half the blue sticker is missing, another half is there. <laughs> but then you go on my front license plate, and it's there. So mm. it's like you know, uh, this is so stupid. Yeah, I usually lose them when I wash my car, except pressure wash my car, and then they fucking fly off. Yeah, that that too. Yeah, and then car washes sometimes knock it off too. But yeah, it's just another way for them to just make money, and it's, tabs are just stupid. Yeah, most but, most government ways of making money is kind of like a scam. So <laughs> it's fucking retarded. Our whole our whole government's a scam. Well, the best part is that like a lot of people who like it's good that they pass a law because like registration people who might genuinely not be able to afford that, then they were getting ticketed and not being able to afford the ticket, and then they can't afford, and then they can't drive, and then they can't go to work. And what the fuck kind of hole are you putting people into? Like, if they genuinely yeah. couldn't afford the tabs, like, <laughs> like if they're literally living paycheck to paycheck, and that's their only vehicle they have, like, yeah, you know, it's fucking rough. But yeah, America. That's that's just uh, America in a nutshell. Yep, America. Well, in other places too, but home of the free. Land of opportunity. De- uh, how much opportunity is there? Do you think really? <laughs> uh, how much money you have? I would. I mean, I would ask the how free are we, but that's too hard of a question. So, like, how much opportunity? How much money? Yeah. How is opportunity linked to money? Shouldn't you get the opportunity to make the money in the first place? <laughs> no, you got to have the money to get the opportunity. Oh, but you know what you can do is if you don't have the money, you can take a loan out. That you'll be approved for, even if you don't have a job with a really high interest rate, that you'll owe for the rest of your life. See, that's what I'm secretly hoping is gonna happen. <laughs> that's what I'm secretly hoping is gonna happen to like, because um, they did that back in like 2007 when the housing market crash. Uh, what happened back in 2007 is they handed out loans to anybody. Like you could be 18 years old, walk in the bank, apply for a loan, and they'll just hand out money like left and right, mm-hmm. and then you could buy a house. But what happened is the the banks lend out so much money 
that our total deficit went through the roof because no one could pay it off because you got these kids and young yep. adults getting houses, but they couldn't pay for it. So then the housing market crashed, all those houses got foreclosed on, and then you bought them for a heck of a deal. Yeah. So I'm secretly hoping that that's going to happen again because it seems like when COVID hit, people got the relief money mm-hmm. and like people are buying houses left and right for no reason. Yep. So like I'm waiting for that to happen. I don't know. They keep saying it is, but well, I, I don't know. I'll 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 weigh in on that topic with two points, and I want to preface that I'm not an expert. I'm not an economist. Yeah, I'm not. But I'm I not listen. Either. I listen to a lot of that shit because I'm interested in the market. I'm interested in finances, and I'm interested in politics, and it all goes hand well, in hand. Well, what are they? What are they saying? And so here's the it thing. is or it isn't. Here's the thing. So I'll start off by saying America is obviously a capitalist country. And so, like, apparently in capitalism throughout history, it has been known, and America, we're just, like, blind or we're, like, propagandized to not believe it. But, like, in capitalism, every so often, and usually every seven to ten years, you get a down spike in the market because that's how capitalism works. Money can't hold its value forever. So, basically, like, during the 2000s when the world was going to end, they blamed it on the world ending. That's why the market crashed. And then in 2008... The housing market crash. They blamed it on too much money being borrowed. But what's actually happening is the market's in a downswing because that's how capitalism works. And we're going through another one of those right now. And if you listen to housing experts, they say in the next few years that it's going to be just like 2008. So okay. that's I, I feel like I feel like that's which I means feel it. I got to sell my house before that happens. Which well, means well, I got to saving up money because right now we've owned this house for under we've owned this uh next year we'll own it for two years we've owned it for over a year and some months um and our our estimated value not even the work we've done on the inside just from it being the house in the location it's at our estimated values went up by 20 percent. isn't that crazy because they say rule of thumb is you won't get any equity at your house unless you live there for 10 years you live there for a year and a half almost two years yeah and you're already making way more money off the selling it than and then if we ended up if we ended up selling our house say next year, no capital gains tax, and then also uh, the work we've done on the inside would increase the value just based off of the nice features and amenities. So yeah. we could be we could be looking at like you know like thirty to forty percent increase in value. Isn't isn't that crazy? Yeah, just because in, in two years. Yeah, just because this the housing is what it is right now. And like yeah, looking I, at it, if there is a housing crash, like. I honestly don't want to live in the house when it crashes the value. <laughs> yeah. I would rather see, fucking well, rent. <laughs> and see, and what happens when that happens, the people want to sell, 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 and there's so many houses flooding the market, they got to compete with each other, and that's when the prices go down. Well, yeah, because then it's a buyer's market because there's so much available. Yeah. Right now, it's a seller's market because... Because there's only three of, houses available? <laughs> yeah. Well, be, not only that, but yeah, they can sell forever they want, but not only that, but people... Um, the interest rates, I think, are a little high now. But like when I got a house back in 2017, whatever it was, or 18, housing the 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 value or the um, market. What I can't think of, what I'm thinking of right now. The interest, the interest rate interest, yeah. was like low. I think it was like four percent or something. Interest rates are high right now. It was like four point something percent, and like that was low Decent back then. For I don't know what it yeah, is yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Now it's higher. Well, we got. We got right on the end of that low interest rate phase, so we actually got a decent interest rate. But right now they're hovering right about nine uh, percent, which is fucking nine percent. Nuts. Yeah, <laughs> it was like four when I got my house. I think it was around that. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember it, exactly. It was hovering around four point five when we were buying this place. 
God, yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, so one thing that's crazy about our area specifically, Central, is that the, like, average wage for, like, not trade jobs. So people didn't go to school for them. A lot, like, the majority of the population's in a job that's not specialized. They're just in a job that anybody could work. And the average wage is, like, $15 an hour, 15 to $18 an hour. But then you go go on Zillow and just type in homes for sale and do a circle around our area. And you can't find a house for less than $350,000 right now. No, no, like, even, like, I could... I know my price range of what I want to like. If I with dual income, it's easier. Yeah, yeah and of course yeah. I, have no, I have no kids, so obviously that's a big plus too. But like, if I wanted to get a house solo with my, I know how much I make a year, okay, and I and um, I haven't gone to a bank to get approved for a loan, but I have an idea in my head because based off of what I bought a house back in 2017 and what I was making then and how I was able to afford it, I kind of got an idea. So I could I could afford a house if I go to i'm not gonna say the, the town but i think you know what town i'm talking about here in this area mm-hmm. where i live close by i can live in college area of it and the in the slums or ghettos of it and i can afford a house for like one hundred and seventy thousand dollars, probably solo but that's that solo and that's at like high crime rate mm-hmm. um college downtown college campus i mean like that's, that area i'm paying for our house because emily has a part-time job and she's just paying for whatever um but i'm just paying for our bill for our mortgage and that's what we pay like we have a hundred we we bought our house for like 170 ish around there you know? See, and i can i can afford that but the problem is if i want like a even like, those are houses that are like built in like the 40s and 50s and i know yours are older built, too built in the 20s <laughs> but but your location is what i'm telling you, your location is nice you know what i'm uh-huh. saying yeah well we actually don't like this better, anymore but but yeah yeah it's yeah. It's nice as far as uh, crime rate and and where you live. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, in that aspect. So like here, where I'm at in my area, I wanted to stay in this area, right? Yeah. So when I bought a house in this area back then, it was a hundred and like seventy thousand. Yeah, which is a, and you, you knew, had a nice house for that price. Yeah, I yes, house it was four bedroom, two bath, built in the eighties. I mean, it was not old at all. I mean, the only thing that it needed coming up was a roof, but it still had at least five years, seven years on the roof. That was the only thing that I, everything else was fine on it. And that house, when it sold, when she, when we split, she sold it. She sold for like $250,000. Yeah. So like that house now is like two seventy right now. So like, there's yeah. no way I can afford that house right now solo in this area. Right. That's how drastic the housing market has increased since 2018 and now. Yeah, and it's even almost even if you want to freaking buy a plot of land and build a, a house on there or even put like a prefab home on there, that shit's crazy. Like you can't even find lots for less than 60,000. And that's like you're that, at, that's a not even a full acre <laughs> fucking lot. You're look <laughs> you're looking at like anywhere from a half acre to like 0.75 acre anywhere from 55 to $70,000. Yeah. It's just wild because then, <laughs> then where's the rest of your budget for your fucking house? What are you gonna do? Put a twenty thousand dollar? You gotta get a tiny home. That's the only option. Get up, uh, get a mobile, <laughs> get a trailer, double wide. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, that's the issue is that most of the lots that are for sale, you actually can't. City ordinance don't because, allow you because you're right there in town or something. You can't have something like that. Yeah, which is a freaking but, really stupid classist law. That's a, it was racist at one point, but now it's just classist. Which yeah, is great. It's, it's fantastic. Just, it's it's just nuts right now, and and I and like 
I have a pretty decent job, you know, the money-wise, what I make, and it's just, I want to be able to have a house again, but I literally have to have a second person to do that. Yeah. Are you just planning like, on I, renting for a little while more? Or? I, I mean, I, how I serious my, is it with you and Heather? Because then, then you got to dual income, right? Yeah, it's, well, I'm, I signed another lease, um, so I got another year lease, so I'm good to the rest of this year, and then next April or May, April, May is when I get to renew my lease that I want to do month by month or if I want to do another year one. Um, I There's a lot of options on my plate that I can do. Um, if I do decide, and I've been saying this for a while, but if I do decide to stay in this area and if things still go the way they are right now, I foresee us in the future getting a place together with dual income, which would be nice. So we could probably look at renting a house, like rent to buy maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, we that might be an option here. I know there they have some places that are in this area that are rent and it's a house or rent to own. And it's not unreasonable. I mean, like, it's a house, so you could do that. That's an option. But also another option is, I mean, I could still save us some money. And I can tell you the housing market and Kentucky, where I'm from, is not like it is here. Oh, yeah, obviously. I mean, as you go down south, that's the way it goes, though. It's a little cheaper, but the houses are still nice. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've been looking at the – if I did want to live back in Kentucky and the area I would live at, I looked at some of the jobs and some of the housing markets. And they are going up because they're they're expanding the, these cities and they're putting all these new – they're putting all the money back into the community. So they're putting more businesses out. Like there's this huge – not saying I'm going to work there, but there's this huge plant – going up in Bowling Green, Kentucky, where they're making the batteries for all these new electrical vehicles. Mm. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm not exaggerating, but it's probably like a quarter mile to a half mile plant. This thing is freaking massive. I mean, it's going to employ thousands of jobs, probably. That's I'm not good. even joking right That's now. Good. And it's, and it's going in like a town that it's on the outskirts of it, but it's going in an area where it's kind of low income and it's booming it. People are building houses that got that job there at like that, that plant they're starting to expand that city out the little town out because of that and i don't know if the town likes that because some people like their town being closed-knit and small community but i mean you always get that but if you look at the beneficial of the economic standpoint of it it's building that big place there yeah sure the town will get more busy but you're getting more people in to purchase products in that town for small business owners and this and that so like that area is expanding and they're all there's also like in that area there's car manufacturing plants you know there's a couple plants there to get on for making cars and stuff that's kind of big in that area it's car manufacturing and power plants are kind of big in that area so like if you look at that aspect of it i could get on a job there and there's shots probably looking at like starting out 30 an hour like even like production work is probably like 27 you know yeah and that's really just good. that's that's just someone coming out of high school and 20 years old that wants to work on the floor as a production. Well, especially employee. for, I mean, for that, I mean, I'm assuming Kentucky just generally is not like a super high income state. So like, it's, it's really so not probably so, pretty good for like people around there. Yeah. I, I actually have a guy. So it's my brother's friend. He's 35, 36 from my brother's age. He works at this, um, at this plant in town called Swedish match. And what they do is they make tobacco products, right? They make, um, 
you ever heard of so you don't really dip or anything but have you heard of like that um product called uh is it zen zyn uh, or hold on no i don't know yeah so zyn i think it's pronounced zen what it is it's a it's a it's a nicotine free uh tobacco you dip so you get the taste of tobacco but no nicotine it's supposed to help people kind of get off dipping whatever anyways they make they, that's their main line they they make that and they make it there but they also they also package like you know copenhagen and mm-hmm. grizzly and all that stuff anyways it's union and i know people have their opinions on union i don't really yep. know people like it, people hate it so whatever i'm for but he yeah it's <laughs> i guess they have their own opinions on it but mm-hmm. he is only on He's been there for a few years, so he's paid his dues. He's been up the ladder a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think he's just, like, a production on the floor. He pushes buttons. Yep. And this guy's making, like, $28 an hour. Yep. Yeah. And, like, he's got... Checks and out. The, <laughs> house, the, the house he has, and I've been to it, it's an older house, probably built in, like, the 70s or whatever, but it's remodeled. It's just got refurbished. Like, everything is new, new appliances, new flooring and everything. I think he paid, like, 165 yeah, 150 for it. Three three bedroom, three or four bedroom, two bath, and he got this brand new truck that was like seventy five thousand dollars that he's able to pay too, and still have that house, and he has a daughter, and he's able to afford all that stuff. So yeah. like, and his his wife owns a salon, and when you own a business, you think it's a lot, but the salons are kind of a small thing. So some years she said he said some years they do really good and they make a lot of good money off the salon too. Other years, they don't really make that much money at the salon, you know? Yeah. Because owning a business, it can kind of go both ways. So, but they're pretty well off for the most part. They're not struggling by no means at all. Yeah. And he's just he's just a factory worker making 28 bucks an hour pushing buttons. Yeah, well, that's the brilliant part it's, about unions anyways. That's the weird part about but, Minnesota. We're fucking, we've always been a blue state, right? We've always been democratically run, and yet we don't have, like, any fucking unions here. We have very little unions here. It's crazy. I think I think they're <laughs> up north, up in the, are they up north, closer to Duluth I mean, yeah, there, area there's some, have all those mines? There's some big factories up north that definitely are unionized, but, like, but like why not in the city? You don't find anything. That's union. No, they, 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 they keep that they want to keep it down the Especially, hush, hush. I used they to work I used to work in the optical industry and that motherfucker could use a union. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> you did are oh, you still work there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you work in a different sector. Like I was like part of like production. Yeah, it, it's a different sector. And like what I was gonna say, like, even the factories in this town, not just optical, but any other place, you're looking at factory workers maybe 20 bucks an hour and they think it's that that's huge fuck my work my work could use a union bad but they got union they got anti-union propaganda as you walk through the hallway that's what i'm (laughs) saying they they want to keep that on because they know if they do union they're they're fucked you know they're screwed i mean they're not fucked but they just it's just less profit for them which is yeah, all, that's, all it is. They're not fucked. It's not like oh, our business is gonna go out of business. No, no, no. no. They they think <laughs> yeah. they think they're screwed because they won't get enough money as it is if oh, they were union. Yeah. yeah, they are screwed because there's less profit. But the profit is shared amongst the people who deserve it because we literally do the job. <laughs> yeah, I know it's well, it's it's wild. This podcast went places I didn't expect it to. Yeah, I know you gotta get ready to go to work soon. I'm but. gonna go eat some fucking dinner. I'm on uh, intermittent fasting and keto right now, so well, I, I was ready to eat, you, about you eat chicken uh, tonight. I don't know either ground beef or chicken, one of the two. 
You only got like three options. So, <laughs> but Dick, my, chicken, pork, beef. My body is ready now. Like it knows when it's dinner time or when it's breakfast time. So, yeah, din din. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make some dinner too. I think. Anyway, so. yeah. So I don't know. I, if this episode helped us decide where the trajectory of the podcast is going, have no idea. But for the listeners, I want to say like, be patient. I guess for the episodes, you know. I I think we did pretty good on finance and politics. So I think we should do a finance and politics podcast. We definitely could. Okay, not. Politics, I would annoy everybody on, but I would definitely do a finance podcast because I am very interested I don't know in finance. Shit. I don't know <laughs> shit about fi- I don't know shit about finance. I really don't. That's what the I, that's what the new podcast is. It's me teaching you about finance. As long as I have enough money in my <laughs> bank and I can pay my bills and I have enough money for a cushion in case I lose my job for three months, I'm fine. That that's my that. rule. If I have a, if I have enough money in my savings account to where if I were to lose my job, I have at least three months where I can live off of. Yeah. In order to find a new job, I feel like I'm doing good. That's hey, that's, that's, how, that's that's personal finance. That's not finance that's on a personal, greater scale. That's, <laughs> but that's my personal, my opinion on my finance. As long as I have that, I'm doing good. Check that's this out, I though. Feel. Check this so. out. What if if you lost your job and you didn't have money, but there were these things called credit cards? Oh yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Don't want to go in that credit card hole. <laughs> hey, how about how about I just make art and sell as NFTs? You ever heard of the NFTs? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to explain you get, NFTs to somebody one time, and they got into a huge fucking like fight with me. Not like an argument, wanna, not like a debate, like a fight. <laughs> well, what you do is you show the episode of South Park where Butter's just talking about Applebee's <laughs> or whatever it's called, and he's talking about that NFTs. That episode was so good. <laughs> that episode was so good. NFTs could have been cool, but everybody fucking ruined them. <laughs> so you want to get in the NFT business with me? No. It's not a pyramid scheme, I promise. Not it's anymore. Not, a scheme. not anymore. Everybody fucking ruined NFTs. They could have been cool. We had a thing. They could have been cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, all right. I'll talk to you later. Yep. See ya.